Hey up, mate. Hey up, matey. <laughs> We're back again. We're here. Yeah, how are you getting on? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. How are you? Um, I'm not too bad, but I did have a bit of a weird moment uh, the other day. <laughs> Those eagle-eyed us will notice that there is a... A random item on the table. Uh, yeah, a, um, a sniper scope. <laughs> uh, an air rifle sniper scope. No idea why, but basically I took an Amazon delivery, or my mum did. Um, it was named to me, yeah, and it was a sniper rifle scope, and I have no idea why. And you've not ordered a sniper rifle scope. It's nope. not on your order history or anything. Nope. I don't have a wish list because <laughs> I'm not that way, that way inclined. Um, but for whatever reason, I, someone's bought me, or, or there's been a mistake, and I yeah. ended up with a sniper scope. But it does bring me very poignantly onto something that I want to just say. So basically, uh, we have signed up for Amazon affiliate links, which basically means if you get anything from Amazon... Um, then we get a small kickback. So if you enjoy the content that we put out and you want to support us at no cost to yourself, then please use the link below. Basically, if you click on the link, it will take you through to Amazon where it'll take you to a certain product, which today will be a... A brand new dog lead. A new dog lead. Absolutely fantastic. You don't need to buy this dog lead, but after you've clicked the link, anything that you do buy within 24 hours on Amazon, we get a small kickback of. It doesn't cost you anything extra at all, but it will help us massively. So yeah, just thank you for your support. If you are new to us, subscribe. And if you would like to buy anything on Amazon, if you click that link, it will just make our day, won't it? It certainly will. And as Luke said, costs you absolutely nothing and helps us out a little bit. Yes, but let's get into the nitty gritty. Thanks for putting up for that. What we got today, Chris, mate? <laughs> Onto the episode, yes. Um, so another week, another episode here at Yorkshire Pod. Um, yes. This week, what I've decided to um, bring up, um, we mentioned it briefly on our comeback episode. Um, I'm sure you're all aware by now um, of the reason why we took the break. Um, because I went through a time during the summer where I lost my dad. Um so I kind of, did, I've been thinking about it for a while and I thought it was, it feels like quite an important topic to talk about in more detail. Um, and I know Luke's got his own experiences to talk about as well. Sadly. Yeah. So, so what we're going to do, we're just going to like, kind of, I don't want to say it's advice because it could never really be advice because nothing can prepare you for how you would deal with something like that. Um, but kind of just speak about what, what I found has worked well for me. Um, you can share what's worked for you as well, mate. Um, yeah. And then hopefully someone watching might find it a bit useful, might find it something that, that helps them along the way if they're going through something similar. Um, like I say, it's not a one one problem, one solution fits all because nothing can prepare for how you would deal with it. That's all I would say. Like when it happened to me, I wasn't prepared. There wasn't something where I thought that's going to help me that like yeah. you deal with it as it comes. Um, but yeah, kind of just share what, what has helped me um, and still does help me because it's, it's still difficult to this day, of course it is. Um, I think that's even one thing to bear in mind, isn't it, mate? Is like, don't expect yourself to get over it, yeah. over it. Like oh, it's exactly. gonna stay. It's gonna linger. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be something that I'm I'm gonna be probably dealing with for the rest of my life now. Um, yeah. and there will always be something that triggers it, and now some, something will happen in my life that'll make me think of it. Yeah. Um, like for example, I've just had my birthday. Yeah. Um, Happy birthday, by the way. Yeah. I did announce it on the on the podcast, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a somber topic. But uh, <laughs> Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, that that was like that was like a, a trigger in my life because it's the first one that I've had to have without hearing from my dad at all. Um, yeah, and it was it was weird going through the day. Like it, I I enjoyed my birthday as much as I could, but then the message from my dad and the card from my dad 
was never going to come. And it was, yeah. you know, just getting used to stuff like that. Your head still thinks it might. Yeah. Like just, weird. just a phone call. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess where to start really would be when he was, when he first got ill, um, I was kind of like, cause it, it basically all happened quite fast in the space of a week. He got taken ill and then he passed away like a, not even a week later, about five days later. Yeah. Um, but even when he was ill and like the hospital was telling us like, he's, the words used was like in the first couple of days was for him to, because he got put in like a medically induced coma and for him to come off the back of it would be nothing short of a miracle is what I remember the nurse so saying they to were me. quite frank. Yeah. They were, the I, when I, when I turned up to the hospital, I said to him, I said, I don't want you to like beat around the bush. Like just, yeah. Fair Tell enough, me the mate. truth, kind yeah. Of thing. I'm, I'm the same in that respect. Yeah, I think, yeah. like I, did, I didn't want him to give me false hope, and then it happened. So I was like, "Look, just tell me." So, she, so she was quite frank with me, and I was, I was thankful for that at the time. Um, but even after I heard that, I was kind of still sat there thinking, oh, "I'll be, it'll be all right." Like it's just, it's not, it's not going to happen. Like he's going to come out the back of it, and I'll be. Did you, did you, did you see it coming at all? Or you, because you said he got ill in a week, did he? Yeah, because I, I, I pardon the ignorance, but you know, for obvious reasons, I'm. I've not really pulled you apart about it before, so I don't really know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't something that I, that we could prepare ourselves to see coming. Like it, it wasn't poorly. No, no, it weren't. It weren't poorly in the build up to it. He just he got taken in, and and that was it. Like it just it just kind of happened so fast. Yeah, and that was part of the reason why it, it was going to losing the parent. It was always going to be hard to deal with anyway. Yeah. But the fact that it happened so quick and out of nowhere, and I was in Sheffield or, or Rotherham, and yeah. they were all back in Manchester. So for me, it was difficult as well in the sense that I weren't there. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, it was. It, I, I like I say, I, I kind of like told myself, oh, it'll be all right. But then he, obviously it weren't all right. Um, no, well, yeah. Yeah. So then I think you do, that's like a coping mechanism in itself. Like you're like, well, it, especially when it's you're like your dad, Yeah. obviously it's such a subject, I suppose for me, but like, I've never had that relationship where um, you sort of look up to and idolize your dad, unfortunately. But I know that that's a relationship a lot, a, a lot of people have. Um, and I know that you weren't necessarily living in awe of him or whatever, but you had a really good relationship with him. As yeah. As I say. And you think for whatever reason, the bulletproof, like, um, that's it. And nobody likes to think that that day is going to come. No. But obviously it will, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it happens to all of us. Like I probably say it's happened at a time in my life where I would say it's a bit too soon. I'm, I'm only 26 or 25 at the time. Yeah. Um, it's cruel. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, I guess when it, when, when I, when he was ill, part of me staying strong was also for my brother because like, I didn't want to, because I'm his older brother, I wanted to kind of be like, or I'll be all right. Like, come on, yeah. it's fine. It's dad. He'll, he'll come off the back of it. And we'll, in a year's time, we'll be looking back and joking about it. But yeah. yeah, it was, it was a, it was a tough time. Of course it was. Um, but then coming off the back of it, what I was going to say, like it, for about, about a week or so after it, it was awful. Um, yeah. And it would just, when I touched on it on our comeback episode, there were, there were times where I'd just be sat there and I'd be fine. And then from out, out of the blue, nothing would happen. I'd just break down. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd just, something would come in my head and I'd just start thinking about it and I'd start crying. Just like memories. Yeah, just just yeah. random stuff. Like like we were saying, like I'd be sat watching Game of 40 or something and you know, like he'd, he'd always ring yeah. me after it. And Bit like, of context. Uh, any any football game, especially, <laughs> especially England or Man United. Or Man United, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Birdie's, if someone got had a goal score or anything like that, Birdie's dad would ring him and <laughs> probably ask him, like, where where was he born? Yeah. What, what did he have for breakfast? Who's, who's or that fellow who's <laughs> just scored? Where's he from? But uh, it was really sweet and it was all the time. And it, it for me, being a, a bystander, sort of watching that, it was nice to see see such a positive relationship. Yeah, and um, it's, it's that, that kind of thing that, um, looking back, I took for granted a bit because now it's it's taken away from me and I don't have it anymore. Um, but they're, they're all sort of type of things now, which is what I wanted to say in this video. I think when you do lose someone, it's important to um, keep hold of the things that make you think of them that are good times Definitely. In, that you've got with that person. Um, and stuff like that for me will always be the good times that I've got to keep hold of. Like now I try to not sit and think about the um, the week where he was ill. Yeah. He was just laying in bed and he was unresponsive. I've try, I try and just get out of my head. What I try to think about is the, the all the the years I've got before then, the 25 years I've got with my dad and I've got so many good memories. Absolutely. Mate. Um, and I think that for me would be the most important thing would be to try and just latch onto memories and just don't, don't forget about the person. Don't forget about the Memory. memories. It's so important to have them. And even if they do make you a bit upset at times, it's just so important to, to keep that spirit alive and keep that memory alive of them. Um, well, he will live on now through you. Yeah. Of course and, he will. Um, but regards what you're saying there about like you, you don't want to see him for that that week that you want that part of him that wasn't him that's not how you remember him yeah that's um, it's difficult with different illnesses so for example my nan dying mm -hmm. um, which I don't think I've actually said that it was my nan who died I think at the time I said oh uh, there's been a death in the family yeah I, I don't think, think you touched that um, but basically. We all have that one family member who mm -hmm. you've got like a real strong affinity towards. And for those who don't know my backstory, I was born in, in London down south and then moved up north when I was like about, about six years old. So all my family is down there, apart from my immediate family, which was me and my mum and my sisters. Yeah. Uh, my sisters have both moved back down south. So it's just me and my mum up north now. Um, so when my mum, my nan, sorry, passed in, uh, in May, like you said before you, you weren't there I wasn't there couldn't, mm. I couldn't be there and uh, they rang me and saying that she was so ill and that it had come on quite fast but the the history of her was that um, she had dementia yeah. so it's hard to watch her become not her for over about five six Hor years horrible disease the worst I honestly think I wouldn't wish it on anyone because no. she was gone but still there and mm. it was just so hard um, and it, they put it down as coronavirus. What officially? That's what's going to be on a death certificate. Uh, oh, right. Or what is on a death certificate? Because it got into the home where she was. Yeah. But like, my point being, anyway, I've got memories, much as they're not as many. I've got memories from before she had dementia that I hold on to. And yeah, I, yeah. And I agree with you. It almost don't always mourn the death. Try to celebrate the life. And that's just a, a bit of advice that I try and give because it, it, it cuts me up still now. And it's not, and that's another thing is I, I find it hard to talk about, um, especially with somebody else who's lost someone. Mm -hmm. I think that's worth mentioning because you can almost feel guilt um, bringing up something like a loss. Yeah. Like I would feel guilty bring, talking about mine and to you because you've just suffered a loss. Whereas in reality, really, we should feel comfortable talking to each other because we've both just, if anyone gets it, yeah, it's, 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 some, it's someone yeah. who's gone through the same thing. I don't know if you get what I mean by that, but you almost feel like guilty. Like, why should I co complain about this when you've lost someone? Yeah, no, so. it, no, I'm the same. And like, um, even since losing my dad, I've probably not spoke about it 
I don't want to say I've not spoken about it enough because like, like I said at the start of the video, people will deal with it in different ways. And for some people, the best thing they can do would be to, to keep talking about it and keep sharing memories with, yeah. with other people. Whereas I've been quite quiet about it. I have kind of kept it to myself, but at the same time I have got memories, but that I'm, that they're my memories kind of thing. And I've not yeah. been open and t told a lot of people about them. Um, but there probably will come a time where I will just want to sit and just, just chat about them and they won't mean anything to anyone, but to me, they mean everything the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like they can, it could be such a tiny, stupid story to someone else. <laughs> but to me, it's like, it is those little things though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the tiny things that like you said, like the innocuous things where, where you don't really appreciate them at the time. Yeah. Like I'm doing your wedding, ringing you all the time and, at the time, you think, "Oh, again." Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. But then now, you do anything to have that call yeah. again. Like, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, like if when whenever I'm watching a United game now, I'd do anything for off the back of it for him to be calling yeah. me, and we're just having a <laughs> stupid conversation about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you say, it's them, it's them small things that I'll cherish forever. Um, but what I was going to say is, um, what I was saying, sorry, is I haven't been quite yeah. open about it. Yeah. Um, and I probably could be more open, but at the same time, for me, the way I've dealt with it, it has, I feel like I have dealt with it in a way that's been specific to me and it's helped me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I know, for example, I've got my um, my girlfriend there and she, every now and again, she'll say something to me like, or if you want to talk about your dad, like whatever, like a, a mem memories, like we're saying now that mean, will mean nothing to her, but mean the world to me and she'll just sit and listen and I know she will. Yeah. Um, and I think that's an important thing to bear in mind is even when you lose someone, there are people around you who will sit and listen and you will have important people in your life who, like we're saying, those memories will mean now to them, but they'll sit and listen to them. Um, yeah. There will always be someone like that for you there. Like you, I'm sure there's people for you, you, you can sit and you could sit and chat to Nat about stuff and she wouldn't even understand what you're talking about, but she'll still be a, she loves it to be fair. I think it brings loss can bring people closer together. Yeah. A lot of people say that anyway, in terms of family, especially because family is so easy to get, um, distant with like me and my sisters, to be fair, it, sometimes it takes something like a death to get you all in the same room. Mm -hmm. Obviously, unfortunately the way things are now, I know you had the same situation as me. I, I, we had to be away from each other all at the funeral, Yeah, which was hard. So hard. Like when you've got your family members there crying, um, and you just want to sort of support them and, yeah. and you can't, which is uh, cruel. That's, is. That's, the, that's the time that we're in now, I guess. In this year, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it brings you closer together because you, it puts every, when it, whenever something bad happens, not even just a death, it puts everything straight back into perspective. Yeah, of course I, it does. I personally think anyway. Yeah. Uh, and it makes you sort of take stock of everything again and you think I've lost touch with so-and-so. Like I, since my nan's died, my mum's nan is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and kicking and she's like 94 she lives on her own still Good I start, started writing to her again yeah as a result of mine and dying and just thinking do you know what I could have I could have made more effort and I should have done and it's and not it's brought you closer yeah and it's not fair to have to have them just sat at home uh, uh, on their own oh, yeah, exactly. lonely and then die it made me made me realize yeah my life is massively busy but if I take 20 minutes a week out to write her a letter just for a cat yeah yeah then it what difference how much that inconveniences me compared to what it does for her yeah it'd be massive massive yeah. to them of course it would um i think that's a, a good point actually because um with my dad passing as well it's brought his side of the family 
so much closer together. Like I seen family members and I speak to family members now I've not spoke to since I was like 16, 17. Yeah. Um, and they all live down South, similar to what you're saying. Um, and I've not spoken to him for so long, but now we've got a group chat on WhatsApp and we we're just keeping in touch now. Even just like, that, yeah. yeah, just, just chatting and stuff like that. And I would, I wouldn't have spoken to him for, well, I haven't spoken to him for a long time before then. Mm. So it has brought us all closer and I know not to sound like dead cheesy or anything, but my dad will be looking down and he'll be loving that. Yeah. Like, well, exactly. It gives them, it, it's what they would want. Isn't yeah, it? of course it I is. mean, if there's ever good, if there's got to be some sort of positive that comes from such horrible negative. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like you said, it'll be, uh, it will we'll be looking down and it'll be having a laugh. Like <laughs> even, um, the, the, um, the day of his funeral and we all went for like a bit of a bit of a drink to like celebrate his life kind of thing. Yeah. And he'd have been looking down, absolutely loving that. Um, until he started to absolutely chuck it down. Um, but again, <laughs> he'd that, been loving that, that as well. That was typical. Yeah, exactly. He'd, he'd exactly. Gone, yeah. Well, I couldn't be there and that's, that's, that's on you now. <laughs> I, actually, I remember standing there and I was like, it's him who's done that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a hard one because as I said at the start of this video, I don't want to make this an advice video because I don't think you can give someone advice on how to deal with it. Not necessarily, yeah. I like, think there's general points. There's, gen there's points, yeah, but I don't think you can say, this is how you do it. Like, what yeah, works sure. for me might not work for someone else who's going through the same thing. Yeah, even me and you, I think we'd dealt... Actually, no. I normally would say we'd deal with it different, but when it came to that, I've kept um, a lot of it to myself, I think. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, and noth absolutely nothing can prepare you for it. Um, but I'm just having a look now where you have the, the cameras. The, the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll call it there. Um, have our quick little, what is five minutes for me and Luke, but five seconds for you guys. Three. Yeah. Three, three seconds. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. We'll be back in a sec, guys. See you in three. Right. Welcome back to the happiest episode <laughs> that ever was. We have, a, we have a nice deep one every now and again. <laughs> Nah, uh, yeah, nah, but yeah. Yeah, so I, I was just sort of just saying to Birdie off off of a, off a camera, like somebody passing away, and I feel this in general, but definitely if we want to get a bit personal and about me, I put a lot of, whenever I was struggling with something in life, mm -hmm. because I uh, put so much onus on my relationship with my nan, but because she had dementia and therefore yeah. I couldn't speak to her, I romanticized that relationship quite a lot. And as if to think my way of avoiding problems or dealing with them as I thought I was, was just sort of sulking and thinking, I wish I could speak to her about it. She'd know what to say. She'd know what to tell me to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because I can, I can never be proven wrong for that. If that makes sense. Like I can never speak to her and get bad advice because I can't get any advice off her. Right. So I, I tied a lot of problems up into her, if that makes sense. So anything that I couldn't really account for, I just sort of put into her corner and thought, well, if, if I ever can have a conversation with her, I'll, I'll unwrap it and deal with it then. Um, I know it seems a bit, I'm not really explaining it the best. Well, so you kind of like, if you had problems, is this what you're saying? You'd kind of almost cling on to a chance to speak to her about it. Kind of, yeah. Or like there's issues within my family, especially around like my dad. Because we, she, my nanny, who I was really close with and had a strong affinity with, is my dad's mum. Right. So obviously it's quite weird because my dad and me have never had any relationship. Yeah, but you were really close with, with her. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a strange one. Um, and I kind of found that tricky because uh, a lot were saying like, oh, that should bring me closer now to my dad because uh, she's passed away, which I don't think is really fair. But oh. um, 
anyway it's not that's a bit of family politics so i won't get into that but <laughs> basically i would have issues and i'd be like right she'd be able to help me with these issues so i'll just park them there and i won't really address them and then when she died like i was, that was the final thing where i thought well, i can't it's impossible now so when she died it like triggered loads of things in my head that, right. I, that i'd not really dealt with because you were waiting yeah yeah which obviously i knew would never happen mm-hmm. i knew i could never speak to her again even though she was still there but in my head, it was a way, it was like an excuse, like you don't have to deal with that because you can deal with it. You'll speak about that with her. Yeah, yeah. Deal, she, she's got the advice that you need, so wait until you get that. But then when she died, that was quite a realisation of, you're going to have to deal with this, mate. It's coming now. Like things like my family problems and like just maybe problems with how I am myself. A lot a lot of family stuff because, I, I don't know, she's just a very caring person. She, yeah. And uh, she definitely lives on in me, I, I like to think. I try and be dead caring for people and, and be how, make how her, she was. Make her proud. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just find it interesting that when somebody dies, basically it's got like a ripple effect. Like I always said before, it brings family close together. Yeah. But it also, for me, because it makes you take all that perspective and everything, somebody dying, um, it just... It, it just changes your view on reality, I think, on a lot of different things. Um, some for better, some for worse. And I, I just, I have felt quite at times quite a, like alone with it because I don't know how to explain it to somebody, that relationship, because there aren't any words for it. <laughs> it's there a bit isn't. sad. No, there isn't. <laughs> it's a bit sad, but I don't know. It's That's just how I feel. I'd rather, I've not really spoken that frankly about it before. Yeah. It's quite a brave episode, I suppose, for both, for both of <laughs> we're us. Throw, we're both throwing ourselves in the deep end. This is the probably the most I've spoke about it since it's happened um, to people outside my family anyway. Then. I think this is good for that. Yeah, it is. It's like a therapy room. Yeah, because it's like I'm, I'm talking to one person, but I'm not really because... Talking to everyone. Yeah. It's talking hard, to... Whoever. whoever feels like tuning in to watch this one. Um, and if you have, click on the Amazon link. <laughs> <laughs> Go and get yourself a dog lead. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, it's... It is a hard one because like I say, I can't sit here and say that the way I've dealt with it would work for everyone else. And do I think the important thing is, like you're saying, is to just make them live on in, yeah. in ways like you're saying now, you're, you've tried to live on in a way where she, she could be looking down at you and think, oh, go on, Luke, I'm, I'm proud of you. Well. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. yeah. And like, if she was still here and you could have that conversation with her, she'd be absolutely buzzing to see how you're doing. Yeah, I um, hope so. Of course you would. And that's it. And I think that's that's the that's the important thing. It's to live on almost try and live on in a way that where they if they were still here, they'd be looking at it and they'd be thinking, Yeah, I'm proud of you. Because yeah. going when it was um what was I gonna say? My, during my dad's funeral, for example, um everyone during their speeches, like if quite a few of us did speeches, um and and every single one that other members of my family did. He always made like a point about how um, proud my dad was of me and my brother. Yeah. Um, and that was like a point that everyone kept saying to me. Like they kept saying, your dad was always so proud of you and he always will be. And he was so proud of me to go to uni. Like I was the first member of my family to go to uni. Like, you did well there. Yeah, <laughs> that went well. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm but, joking. But, but yeah, to, 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 take, to take the jump... Um, and then actually go there. It's um, ballsy, mate. No, I'm, yeah. I'm only joking, but yeah, it's ball. I'm trying to bring a little, <laughs> a little bit of humour. But like I was the um, to to move away from Manchester, where all my family are, move yeah. out of this bubble, um, and to get away from it all. And he was always proud of it. And like every time I'd come home, um, 
it'd always take the mick out of me. I remember every, whenever I'd come home from um, from Sheffield, it'd always take the mick out of me for, for because my voice had gone a bit posh. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'd be like. Sheffield ain't posh, you know. Like yeah, it's, it's, Sheffield, Sheffield is, uh, is so far from posh. Yeah, I love it, but <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't posh. If there's one word to describe Sheffield, it's not posh. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but yeah, well, but the point I'm trying to make is everyone telling me how proud he was of me and how proud he was of my brother. Um, it spurs me on to kind of like try and keep that pride going kind of thing Definitely. and just keep keep my life up in, in a pace where I think if he was watching now, it'd be so happy with it like I know he was buzzing when I when I moved in with Amy um he, he, he was buzzing when we got a dog um never got to meet Arlo but it would be buzzing kind of thing like if we would got to meet him that would have been nice but yeah, he never yeah, did absolutely. such as this world as we keep saying coronavirus and all the restrictions that's brought in yeah um but yeah that's the point I'm trying to make is I'm trying now to do things where I know like he'd be looking I keep saying looking down on me because I'm, but yeah, looking down on me in the sense where you'd be watching it and be thinking, yeah, I'm proud of you for doing that. Yeah. Um, well done you kind of thing. Well, um, even doing this, like it's putting yourself out yeah, of comfort stuff, zone. Something like this, of course it is. For all that I've known you, this is the most that I've seen you open up. I, yeah. I would say. <laughs> you know me, like it's very rare for me to talk about something I know. like this, like in such great detail. I know mate. That's why I'm like, I don't, don't try not to interrupt as much as I can. <laughs> it's nice to see though, but I, I'm proud. I know it's, I don't mean it in a condescending way, but I'm proud, like everything that we've done on here and to speak about this, you know, hopefully if, if anybody's watching or listening and they've gone through uh, a loss and you, you're probably thinking these feelings, I, I, I blamed myself a lot um, yeah. for different things. Like I could have gone down more. I, I hated going to see her, to be honest, hated it. Yeah. Absolutely hated it because just because she had of dementia. how she was. Yeah. yeah. And do you know how selfish uh, I felt afterwards she died was insane. Yeah, uh, I felt so selfish because that wasn't for her; it was for me. So I didn't, I didn't want to go and see her because I don't want to see her like that. Well, it, but if the roles were reversed, she'd be there every day. So it, there is that element of like blaming, bit of guilt. self, self blaming, a bit of guilt. <laughs> yeah, you can't hold on to that. No, uh, it, it it makes you human to have those emotions, but you shouldn't like that be your primary thing. I think it should always be a celebration of yeah. who they were. And I know that's what your, your main point is that you want them to carry on and remember the good things, keep them. Um, and, and yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but I was thinking for you, to be fair, because yours was so sudden, there would be a lot of shock. I would imagine it took quite a long time for you to actually process what's it happened. Did. It did. It took a very lot, like even like I was saying, even in the buildup of that week where he was ill, I, yeah. I, I, I never told myself he was going to die until I remember it got to the day where they'd, um, basically the machines were keeping him alive and they, they got to the point where the doctors had taken, I wasn't there at the time. I'd come back to Sheffield because I had to for work. Yeah. Um, and they'd taken my brother into a room and they'd said like, look, it's, it's not going to happen kind of thing. We need to now make a decision as a family. If you're going to, yeah. turn these machines off and then that'll be it. And then my brother phoned me and I remember just saying, look, if, if that's the way it's going, then it's more, the doctors use the term, it's more cruel to keep keeping it going. Yeah. yeah. Um, and only at that point did I accept that, right, it's happening now. Um, we went back to Manchester and I went in, again, because of coronavirus, we couldn't even all be in the room with him at the same time. We had to go in two by two, like yeah. bloody Noah's Ark. Um so me and my, <laughs> me and my brother were there, and I just remember I was just sat by his bedside, and they gave we had like half an hour slots, and it was 
it just sounds so weird saying it because it's like, right, you've got half an hour now to sit with your dad and this is the last half an hour you'll ever sit with him. What Um, do you even say? What did you say? Well, actually, no, don't tell me actually. I just, no, keep that for you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't speak about anything major. I just kind of chatted with him. I think United had won the night before and I said like, oh, like United won by the way, like just random stuff like that, just stuff that I would like to talk to him about. Um, but yeah, I won't, I won't go into yeah, no, massive no, details no, like that. That were ignorant to ask. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it was crazy because it's like, you got half an hour now, your dad, and then you got to come out and then that's it. You're yeah. never, never going to see him again. I can't um, imagine, mate. I cannot imagine, honestly. It was awful. But they that was that was because I want to make that clear that I, I hold absolutely nothing against the hospital. They were absolutely amazing, like right, yeah. right to the end. But I had to appreciate the rules we had to abide by because yeah. of this year. Like I had to be in full gown, weren't allowed to touch him, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they they were they were amazing. So I'm not slagging them off in any way, shape, or form. The, the, the unsung, well, they're not really unsung. Uh, maybe that's not fair to say because rightly so, they get a bit of recognition now. Yeah. But the work that they do in hospitals, mate, um, I I couldn't do it myself mate, even, personally. Even as the um as they were turning the um machines off, they played his favorite Oasis song for him to like proper man. Go away, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely loved Oasis. That was all we played at his funeral as well. Um. So yeah, it was nice. It was just a nice touch from them. Yeah, massive. Um, and even then, that's a, that's another thing that lives on with me now. Um, is taste of music. Whenever whenever I hear an Oasis song now, I instantly think of my dad. Like yeah. whenever I hear any of them, like I just think about him. Um, good bloody music. He had a good taste. I'll yeah, <laughs> I do like Oasis. Yeah, no, the Oasis have a fair share of bangers. It's fair to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the overriding point of this video, why I wanted to do it is because I just think I didn't want to tell someone how to deal with it, but I wanted to just share how I've dealt with it and what I think is important off the back of it. And I think the big thing for me that is important is to just allow them to live on in some way, shape or form Um share stories about them. If you want to, when, when the time comes where I do have kids, yeah. they'll know that he existed and they'll know who he was and they'll know, that he would have loved them. What kind of per yeah, exactly. And he would have. Um and just stuff like sounds stupid, but they'll be like, even though they're probably gonna grow up in South Yorkshire, they'll be Man United fans because I'm a Man yeah, United yeah, fan yeah. because of my dad. And like they will because of me, because of him, kind of thing. Football is a very um a very family orientated thing, I think. It is. Um, like you you're born into who you support. You don't you don't choose it. Yeah. If yeah. you do it right anyway, you, yeah. You you do it and then you take the good and the bad. And it's a lot like uh, family to be it honest is, mate. it yeah. is I know it sounds a bit like but <laughs> it's like if football is literally bang on like family like you take the rough with the smooth and you stay committed all the way of course you until do. the end um, yeah. yeah what, what else is there to say other than that really but <laughs> I, I uh, sort of harness what you're saying I agree take the good forward it's okay to feel crap about it yeah it's alright to deal with it however you deal with it but one big thing for me is don't ever expect yourself or put that pressure on yourself to be over it because yeah. I'm definitely not. I never will be. I don't no. think you ever will be. That's and another. I, don't blame you. No, another another good thing there to point out what you've just said. Don't think that you've got to set yourself a time where it's stupid to still be thinking about it and yeah. stupid to still let it affect you because as you've just said, then your your nandine still affects you now. Of course mm, it does. And of course, what happened with my dad still affects me and it will do for a very long time. It prob- Like I said at the start of the episode, it probably never will leave me. And there'll always no. be triggers where something will happen. A trigger will happen for you and you'll think about her and you'll think, oh, bloody hell, and you might just feel a bit of a slump for a bit. Cream and- soda. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> bacon sandwiches. She used to make me bacon sandwiches and give me a can of cream soda. Cream soda is a very nan thing. I can. I when, can whenever I that. have, whenever I have cream soda now, it's like yeah, a, a trip a down memory lane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think they're the important things, which is a good way to wrap this video up. Would be to take that important things. Don't forget about them. Save them. Even if they, it seems stupid to everyone else, it could mean the absolute world to you. Like I've got so many memories in my head and if I was to share them now, you'd be thinking, <laughs> this oh, guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they mean the world to me and that's it. Like no one can tell you when you have to get over it. You'll deal with it in your own time. Nothing can prepare you for it. And you've just got to process it as you want to and you'll you'll get there. You will. It gets, I'm not going to say it goes away, but it gets easier and you get used to it i'd say yeah um yeah and the those like moments that you would have had where it's like fine 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 the world's ending yeah like it comes slightly off world's ending and goes to like yeah. sad <laughs> have a crap time yeah, yeah. or yeah, like exactly. you'll have a cry like i'm not really a crier but i've cried a lot about me nan i'm not um yeah same. i never i never cry and i'm not somebody who thinks it's embarrassing to cry i think personally uh, you're a better man for being in tune and knowing yourself and allowing yourself to be emotional. Yeah. But I just don't, I just don't cry. I'm, I'm exactly the same. I don't get emotional, but I've cried a fair few times off the back of this. Um, but again, nothing wrong with that. We're just big wusses. <laughs> but we, yeah, I don't know. It's a deep one, a serious one, but I'm very glad that we've done it actually. No, I am. Um, and yeah, just buddy, keep happy. We promise next week we'll come back and it'll be a bit, bit more of a, of a brighter topic. An upbeat one, but hopefully you stayed with us for that one actually. And like, it is an important one. Yeah, thank Birdie in the comments below for speaking about it. Because um, and you, I think, mate, I think and you've you. been very brave, mate. And I, I thank you for bringing it up as a topic because I, I've gained a lot from it, if nothing else. Yeah, it's. I feel like even sitting here now, I feel like it's done me some good things speaking about it. Um, and if even one person watching this video, like we said, is going through the same sort of crap, and they watch it and they think, you know, what, that's done me a bit of good that, and I'll start to take on a bit of advice yeah. there, then fair play message us at the end of the day like yeah. uh, we have got an email address it is in the description below always if open. you want a bit of advice or anything like that or for us to speak about something um send us an email we won't obviously read your name out no um but we, if you want us to discuss it on here then we absolutely will do uh, awesome. or equally if you want to just not have that and you just want to speak to us on there uh, for an email back then by all means we'll do that won't we mate of course we will um but yeah i think we'll leave it there obviously a bit of a deeper one promise we'll be back a bit more upbeat <laughs> next week but thank you very much for watching um i hope you've enjoyed it and yeah stay happy cheers stay guys happy. Bye. bye guys <laughs>